Hey, Warners, welcome to another episode of The Women Your Mother Warned You About, brought to you by Sales Gravy and SalesGravy.University. Up-level your sales game. Go check out Sales Gravy University for almost three courses. They grow daily. We are adding them every single day. Even I have a couple courses there you could check out. So go check that out. Thanks to our sponsor for this show. I'm Gina Tremarco, and let's jump in. Today's guest, gosh, I have not talked to her in so long, is Casey Hasen coming to us from the Dallas, Texas area. I got to be careful when I say Dallas, because there are some people out there who don't like the Dallas word, especially during sporting season. But Casey is the founder of the Destination Awaken Movement. But really, there's so much more. There's so much more. And I can't wait to dive in because I have not seen this woman in person. I don't know. I lose track. Welcome to the show, Casey. When's the last time we saw each other? Well, thank you so much for having me on the show, Miss Gina Tremarkable. (laughs) I forgot about that. It is so good to be here with you. And the last time we were together in person was pre-COVID. Back when you were traveling quite a bit to Dallas and I was trying to help facilitate some meetings, provided yeah. some office space for you. Yes. And so and that was a purely selfish move on my part, by the way. Provided office space so that I could spend time with you. <laughs> it, it worked really well because so much fun. I got office space. I got a place to stay. Yep. We had some good nights out. It was super fun. And I can't even remember the last time I was there. It might have been. It might have been. Two, 2018 cold so probably late okay 2019 okay maybe that was it so okay there's so much to unpack here with you and i'm trying to figure out the best place to start you know what you know where i'd like to start because i've never told you this before okay do you remember we were sitting out on the balcony i think Mm -hmm. we were covered in blankets and dogs yes (laughs) oh my god your dogs i love your dog (laughs) They're so cute. They're so, they just got groomed today. But anyway, we're sitting out on the porch. And for the first time in my life, I was coached. You started coaching me. I didn't even realize that's what you were doing at the time. But you started introducing me to the concepts of limiting beliefs and holding myself back and the gremlin in the closet and all these things. And what you don't know was that the moment that a spark was ignited in me. And that's what led to my whole coaching journey to be going to school to become a certified coach to really wanting to do that deeper dive into myself and become more self-aware. And girl, I am such a different person today because of that conversation. My God, I'm going to cry. What? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm speechless. Which is not, does not happen. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you speechless, oh to be honest. Gosh. Oh my gosh. I remember us having a lot of conversations about things going on. And then I remember when you were so excited about becoming a certified coach. So, so bring us back to that moment because at that moment in time, and you're still working where you were, correct? <laughs> yeah, I'm still okay. at VIT, still the so director of recruiting. Okay, so talk a little bit about that, of that background, because there is, you've got this amazing sales background and expertise. So just fill us in a little bit on VIP and what you do there. So VIP is a boutique recruiting agency. We specialize in accounting and finance. So here's the funny thing. I haven't always been in sales. 
It's not my first career. My first career was in accounting. That's right. And that's right. I, I did that for like 20 years yeah. until I started looking for a job and ended up going to recruiters for the first time in my life. And my recruiter sat there. I had one good one out of all the ones I talked to. There's not a lot of good ones out there. I'm just going to throw that out there. But there are some that do care. And this particular recruiter, she kind of was coaching me too, even though I didn't realize that. And she was just a natural at it. But she looked at me and she's like, Casey, you don't even like accounting. And I went, because when you can't unknow it and somebody just threw it in my face, I'm like, no wonder I have not been happy in my career. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And she's like, you need to be around people. You need to work with people. Come try out recruiting. You'll get to help people every single day. And I was like, I don't work on commission. She was like, (laughs) just come shadow me. Just come shadow me for a day. And so I did. And I just absolutely fell in love with the world of recruiting. But I do it my way. I don't do it the way traditionally like I was trained because I don't want to just put a butt in a seat. I want to put the right butt in the right seat. And so I go out of my way. I spend a lot of time with my candidates. I get to know my clients extremely well. And if I don't think it's a good match for whatever reason, I don't care if it's a skill set match. It's got to be a 100% full circle match. Culture, values, core values. If those don't align, that person's not going to be happy there. And I don't want to make someone hate their life because I got them a job. So I'm really particular about that. So I've been actually recruiting. I'm going to age myself here for almost 11 years now. Oh, wow. And it really, coming to VIP was like another big turning point in my life. It's interesting. I can think back to the turning points in my life. Switching to recruiting, that was a big turning point. Moving over to VIP was another really big turning point. Meeting you was a huge turning point. And I don't think I've said thank you to you for that because you have no idea how much you poured into me and helped change my trajectory to where I am today. It's been really incredible. And so we just, we work with companies to help them find good talent. Typically when companies come to us, it's for a difficult search. We call it a purple unicorn or purple squirrel. It's not your normal, just plain staff account. It's somebody with something a little special that they're looking for and they need our help to find it. So, but one of the things that I love about VIP is because it is a little bit smaller. I came from a national firm um, before, one of the big ones. And and then that, that was great. I got great training there, but they would never allow me to spread my wings. I had to stay in my lane. And that was their defined lane, not mine. Mm-hmm. And do exactly what they told me to do. And I'm not good at that. <laughs> I'm just not good at doing what people tell me to do. So when I came over to VIP, I'd actually gone to a conference pretty soon after joining here. And it was a women's conference. And again, another turning point. It's like another click of the will. And it really changed my life. And I got on this kick about personal branding. And I just told myself, I was like, I'm going to do it. And so I worked with one of our mutual friends, Paige Dawson with Insurance. Yeah, oh still work with her today. Love Paige. And just sat down, had a conversation, and they started building out my personal brand based on that conversation. Also, because of that conference, I started really kind of thinking about doing a podcast mm-hmm. and I'd already met you at this point and you had your podcast. And I think I talked to you about this when I was thinking about it. And But what was so beautiful is I was going to do this outside of VIP, but when I, but I felt like I owed it to them to let them know I was going to do it. Right. And so they were like, when I told them, I was like, look, I'm going to do this podcast. I promise I'm not going to embarrass you, but I need to do this. I meet too many cool people. 
And I want everybody to hear these conversations, not just me. That feels really selfish. And they're like, whoa, that's actually a really good idea. Why don't you do it for us and we'll pay for it? Well, <laughs> four and a half years later, and I just recorded episode, I think 232 this morning. I'd say it was a good move on their part. We've had a lot of traction we've had. And what the podcast is about careers. It's how to find a fulfilling career at the end of the day. And so we cover so many different topics about that. We've had resume writers on, but then we've had best-selling authors like Hal Elrod and Bob Berg come on and talk in those different ways. Oh. And Gina, so I was going to get to that. <laughs> and I and you were so gracious because when I first started the podcast, I was just, I, I was dying for guests. And now you were so gracious. And I was like, will you please be on my podcast? And you're like, well, of course I will, Casey, duh. Like, why do you even... Because I was still in that imposter syndrome yeah. mindset. And, oh, I have to tell you before I forget, you also gave me one of the best pieces of advice that has totally freed my life. It's none of my business what other people think about me. Oh, my God. Life changing. You have no idea. You have no, you probably do. But I was just like, that is so freeing. I don't need to manipulate and control other people's perceptions of me anymore. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I love that because when someone gave me that advice and now I pay it forward and give it out, it's so powerful in the moment where okay. when you're like, but, but people are talking about me. And what are people going to think about me? And then I was like, it's wow. none of your business. Yeah. And, and you were so nonchalant and you always led with love, but you were also no bullshit. You were just like, don't cry to me. It's none of your business. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, I love that. And look at you now. Yeah. And it's truly in all the roles I play today it has a big impact. And Gina, your voice is in my head. And like when I start getting in my feels about stuff, worrying about what other people mm -hmm. are thinking, I'm like, none of my business. Mama Tr Tremarca said none of my business. Oh, I love that. I love that. We don't always hear the impact that we have on people. And it's a good reminder for all of us, for you. Yeah. For me, for like we, a lot of us show up that way wanting to impact, but we don't need the thank you. We don't need the, it's beautiful to hear it, but sometimes we're just so in the mode of like having impact. I don't need a thank you for it. I love it. But if it has an impact for you, that's just amazing. Well, it absolutely gave me freedom to embrace who I am and not be apologetic about it. And to show up and it took a lot of inner work, a lot of soul searching, a lot of yeah. dark nights of the soul to really get to that place. And I still, I have to work at it every single day. I don't want to slip back yeah. into that, that, that autopilot, that not controlling my intentions and paying attention to all the potential that's out there and that I can have an impact on. I don't want to play small. Someone said that to me. Right in the past year, made a comment that I was playing small and it was a stab in the heart, right? So you got to be able to take all of that kind of feedback too. And it wasn't one of those situations where I could say, it's none of my business what you think, because it was actually said to me in love, mm -hmm. right? And so we've got to be able to pour it out, but we also have to be able to take it in. Yes. Right? It's a two-way street. Of being able, like, just hearing what you're talking about, I'm like, what did I share with her? Because is it advice I need to give myself probably? Because 
We don't take our own advice very well. Oh, we don't. Right? (laughs) Right? Yeah, we can't play small. I want to back up for a second because I love the fact that VIP has always been so good to you with this podcast and with paying for it. And I want to touch on this a little bit on personal branding because a lot of companies, I think, are afraid of that. Yeah. And when you're in sales, especially... If you've got employees that are willing to put themselves out there and invest the time and sometimes the money for personal branding, Paige is amazing and I've worked with her. I pay a social media person who does posts for me, pay a podcast person who produces this, right? I put money into those things to have a personal brand because people buy you before they buy your company and your product. You want to touch on that a little bit? Because I think that's really powerful because not everyone is lucky enough to have companies that will support that. And you're very correct in that. And I hit the jackpot with VIP. I came kicking and screaming because we had golden handcuffs. I work commission. There's always that next check, right? Yeah. And, but I was so intrigued when, so the interview process, they asked me a question that most companies don't ask. They're like, instead of saying, here's what we want you to do, they said, what do you want to do? And I t- and that's really what sold me on VIP. I had no idea the extent of their support for employees. But every day they ha- have made a statement that if there's something else you want to be doing, if you're not happy with what you're doing, let us know. If we can accommodate you, we will. If we can't accommodate you, we will help you find some place where you will be happy. We want our people happy. And okay. they leave that every single day. Okay, business leaders listening to this episode, mm. did you hear that? Did you hear that? Right? Because that probably has made you loyal to them because of that, right? Yeah. To, to hear someone say, if you're not happy, tell us. If there's something different you want to do, tell us. And what's so interesting is what I told them that day that I wanted to do, I'm not doing hardly any, any of it today. And they have allowed me to ebb and flow and find my creativity and my genius and just been 100% supportive. We have very open dialogue about everything that I do. Starting the podcast, when I started going to coaching school, I had long conversations with our managing partner, Mike Haynes, who I know you love. I love Mike. Uh, Yeah, he's awesome. Shout out to Mike. (laughs) But I had long conversations because I valued his inputs on whether or not I should spend the money to go to this coaching school. When I took over Success North Dallas, lots of long conversations with him about that. And since then, VIP is now a partner member with Success North Dallas. They sponsor the Young Executive Initiative, and they're very integrated with Success North Dallas. And But going back to my personal brand, just real quick, whenever I was thinking about doing this, of course, I had that conversation with Mike again. And it was never, Mike was never threatened by the fact that I wanted to separate myself from the noise of the other recruiters. He thought it was a great idea, didn't offer to pay for it, but that's fine because it was my personal brand. I wanted to take it with me should I ever leave here. But I promised him and I meant it. My brand would only lift up VIP. So when you go to my personal branding page, you see VIP all over it. Mm -hmm. So they're getting extra exposure. When I do podcasts, VIP always gets a mention. When I do meet, I, I do, I'm the face of the company for all of our media requests. So I stand yeah. out there and I'm that person because of my personal branding. Right, right. And that delivers 
money to the bottom line. Delivers recognition, credibility. I've been on Good Morning Texas here in Dallas probably about six times. I love it. For free. For free. They call me. So yeah, most people pay to go on those segments. Right. But you've become the face, the go-to, the spokesperson. Because you have this personal brand, they just think of you. Right. Even locally, where I'm at in Myrtle Beach, we just started doing improv again. We hadn't done it in three years. I just got it back off the ground as a school. Now we do shows once a month. And the second that I started doing that, the media started calling me again. Like I was a media darling before locally and it just picked right back up. They're like, can we put you back on TV? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Right. But that elevates publicity. It it elevates everything else. So I think that's important. I want to talk about success because at first when I was like, what happened? (laughs) <laughs> She's CEO of what? Like what? Did she leave VIP? And then you and then we've got the whole destination awaken stuff. So let's pop over to Success North Dallas because there was a moment in time when I almost moved to Dallas and mm-hmm. I was gonna get involved with I almost joined actually from Myrtle Beach because I was going to Dallas a lot. And I'm like, I could belong and still live in Myrtle. So okay. what happened? What happened there? So this is really kind of a beautiful story. And I want to tell you before I tell you how I took over Success North Dallas about a goal I wrote down about four years ago. So I'd been in Success North Dallas for about a year, totally plugged in. I'm one of those people. Once I'm on board, I'm 150%. And, on and tell everybody what Success North Dallas is. Uh, Success North Dallas is a premier networking organization here in the Dallas area, but it's really not limited to Dallas. We had people from New Zealand and Ireland at our last meeting. Wow. So people come in from all over because of the connections in the room. It's a very high level. It's your C-suite executives, your business leaders, and we always have a best of the best speaker. And I wanted to be a best of the best speaker. So one of my goals that I wrote down about four years ago was that I was working on my book and I wrote down, I will speak at Success North Dallas. Well, my book took a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Mm. So the date came and went and I quit putting it in my goals. I quit repeating it, okay? And so during this time, for the last five years, I had been really like any chance I could get, I would get in front of Bill Wallace, the founder. Yeah, so he I love this. Bill too. Hi, <laughs> I have to call him as soon as we get done. As a yeah. fact. But anytime I could get in his eyesight because I wanted his genius. The man is a genius when it comes to building relationships, building connections. Yeah. He's been this. We just celebrated our 35th anniversary. So 35 years of a networking organization. Yeah, that doesn't happen. And if you were in Dallas, you needed to know Bill Wallace. Oh, yes, absolutely. And so I was working my way in. I volunteered nonstop. And it got to the point I would be like, what can I do? What can I do? And then he starts calling me and giving me more responsibilities. I'm like, Bill's calling me. Got to answer the phone. Don't want to miss this. And so eventually he promoted me to chief of staff, which means I was in charge of all the operational organization prior to and day of the meeting. We meet once a month. We usually have about 150 to 200 people that show up. And again, like I said, we have the best of the best speakers. We had sent Marshall, the CEO of the Dallas Mavericks, as one of our speakers. Oh, wow. She was also one of our most recent speakers. I know this phrase. I don't care if you live in Texas or not. Don't mess with Texas. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was the great Roy Spence's campaign. 
He did a whole lot more, but that's the one most people remember. He did all the Southwest Airline campaigns, mm-hmm. marketing campaigns and stuff like that. He was one of our recent speakers. Phenomenal. I need to be on the list to get to be one of the best. We'll talk about and it. And write it in my goals. There you go. Oh, we'll get back to that. So anyway, so last year, was it last, last year? Yeah, still last year. Bill got really sick, like the day of a meeting. And the man had missed one meeting in 34 years. Okay. So nobody knew how to run that meeting, but Bill. And we had Seth Waugh, the CEO of the PGA, come in to speak to us that morning. And we're like, okay, we're going to do this. And so it was myself, Jan Claudner, who's been his business partner for almost since the beginning, and Andrew Reed, who's now my COO. And so what Andrew and I didn't know is that Jan, who was a guy, by the way, had been training Andrew to take over his role. He did all the technology and the sound and stuff like that. And Bill had been training me. He had been grooming me to take over, but he didn't tell me that. Right? <laughs> he just was working his plan. So he gets sick. And he was in the hospital for 41 days, coded twice, nearly died. It was really bad, Gina, really bad. I literally went, would go visit him. And one early on, I thought he was going to die in front of me. I was like, don't you do that. <laughs> so, but he didn't. And he's still here with us. So he goes to rehab and I'm taking him lunch. And it was a Saturday. And he looked at me and this was in June. And he goes, you're going to take over as CEO in October. And I went, what? And he goes, unless you want to do it next month. And I'm like, I don't want to do it next month. And he goes, okay, October it is then. I went, okay. And so there were a lot of, it was like drinking from a fire hose at that point, him just trying to download 34 years of information into my head. But we did take, we did transfer the ownership of the CEO to me on in October of 2022. So I just celebrated one year as CEO of Success North Dallas. Loving it. The connections. I thought I was making connections before, but the connections that have opened up to me because of this have been incredible. And so, wow. and I just love it. And we have several special interest groups now that we've launched our young executives, which I mentioned VIP sponsors them. So they meet once a month. We also have our women in success, which has been hugely received. We've been sold out at both events so far. And then we also launched our veteran success. So we have several initiatives going with people that are stepping up to the plate because I can't do everything, right? Yeah. Somebody else has got to do some of it. So. Well, I, that's funny you say that because I'm, I was just going to ask you, how do you do it all? Because people need to hear this because we're all trying to do all the things. So it's like, number one, how do you do it all? And again, going back to VIP, obviously they support this, that you've got this full-time job and your CEO of this. So how do you do it all? And what advice can you give on this? I have put together a kind of a package of strategies and processes that I use. I've been, I'm an avid reader. Most of my conversations start out with, I just read a book. And so what I've done over the years through coaching school, through my reading, through listening to podcasts, all these things, I I put together a system that worked for me. And come to find out, it works for a lot of other people too. And it's a very holistic system, but it's based off, like, I, I tell my clients all the time, I'm like, if I send you a resume, I've already looked at 20 resumes for you to get that one, mm. right? I've already talked to 20 people. And so the what I've put together is a journal, it's a quarterly journal with all my strategies. And so when you see these strategies in here, 
you got to know, I tried on probably 20 to 30 to 40 different strategies in that area before I landed on one. So I would, and so, and now I've worked it so that they're very integrated, that they all tie together. And it's just really the first thing you have to do is you got to set your day up for success. And that doesn't mean checking your emails as soon as you get up. Mm-hmm. It means you got to take care of you. You've got to do that inner check, that self-awareness, take time for you. I used to call it self-care, but a friend of mine gave me a better term. Self-optimization. Ooh, isn't that good? Yeah. Because you can't serve others if you're not optimized. And it doesn't, self-care can sound a little selfish, Mm -hmm. but when you say self-optimize so I can go out and serve the world. Yeah. And that includes your sleep. That includes drinking water. I was just listening to a neuroscientist on the way to the office and she was talking about how simple little things like drinking water, getting enough sleep will increase your neuroplasticity in your brain. Oh, 100%. 100%. I started shifting. I'm not as good as I want to be on this, but I've started it of the eight hours of sleep night and it makes a difference. It's like a huge. Typically, uh, it's six and a half, six. But when I get eight hours, it's golden. And that's one of the things along the lines of self-optimization on the daily pages that I have you track is how how well did you sleep last night? And I use a sleep app for that. So Mm -hmm. it tells me not only how long did I sleep, but how well did I sleep? Yeah. Yeah. How long was I in REM? Did I cycle and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. No. And I think that's so important. How many steps did I take? Are you using an Apple Watch for that? Yes, on my yeah, steps. Because I well, I use the Apple Watch for my sleep. Oh, I don't use it for my sleep because I charge it at night. Well, I had I've had to get creative on the charging of it, but I'll wear it to bed and it will track my REM, my deep sleep. Oh yeah, girl, it is. There's a ring out there. I think it's called Aura. A U. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want. Yeah. Anybody so, wants to buy me a Christmas gift? Okay, there we go. Just some <laughs> some little hacks there. So self-optimization, I think that brings us to your book and your destination awaken and all those things. So let's go over to that now. Let me just back up to Success North Dallas and the goal. Okay. Real quick. Because I don't want to leave them hanging about that. So I wrote in there that I wanted to speak at Success North Dallas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So fast forward to October of 2022. Not only do I get to speak at Success North Dallas, I get to speak every month. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Sometimes we don't dream big enough. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. Everybody hear that. We don't dream big enough. Yeah. Because we think we can't get it. So why dream? Exactly. And I love to dream. I love to put these big, audacious plans out there. And then just because you're training your brain to look for that, right? You're using your reticular activation system and you're training your brain. And so you're telling it out of this 11 million pieces of information that I'm being bombarded with. Your brain's going to choose just a little bit, just a narrow slice of that information. Yeah. And it does that through your reticular activation system. And your reticular activation system gets its instructions from you. So if you want to dream big, you got to dream big and tell your brain to look for those opportunities. Love it. I love it. That's awesome. Love it. Okay. Okay. So back to the journal. So I, like I said, I worked on this for three years and that was just the three years I was actually building the journal, not all the work I did leading up to the journal that got me to that point, right? But it's very holistic. I wanted to, I'm a journal junkie. I journal about every area of my life and I didn't want to have to carry around four and five journals anymore. 
because very rarely there's not many journals out there that are very holistic. So this has six different sections with a hidden section in it. And the name of the journal is Awaken Your Potential. The movement is Destination Awaken. And wait for this. Are you ready for the URL? Yeah. Destination Awaken dot. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> Isn't that good? I love it. Destination Awaken dot world. All right. And so the journal has six different sections with a hidden section. So mindset, everything starts with mindset. And I take you through some exercises each quarter on working on your mindset. Affirmations, words of affirmation are so huge. I remember something that my nanny told me a long time ago. She said, garbage in, garbage out. So we've really got to take control of what goes in and out of our mind. And affirmations are a great way to do that. Those I am statements are so powerful. Mm -hmm. Efficiency. So you ask me how I get so much done. I mastered my efficiency and I show you how to do it in here. Goal setting. You got to write it down, people. You got to write it down. There's magic when that pen hits the paper. Productivity. So that's your daily pages. That's where the bulk of the work gets done. I gave you a little highlight on that. But there's also like prompts in there. So a section like in the morning, what are you grateful for? Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Where's your energy level? What's your intention for the day? Again, we're going to train that RAS, right? And then there's a place for you to do your productivity. Like, what are your top three things you've got to get done today? And what else falls below that? And then the final section is finance. Because we got to be whole, right? Yeah. And yeah. We want to be abundant. We don't want to live with a scarcity mindset. So finance is a very important part of that. But the hidden section in there is health. Because at the end of each week, aside from tracking, yes, I put calories in there. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> aside from that, at the end of each week, I put a section for meal planning. This is where a lot of us fail, especially busy entrepreneurs. Yeah. Is because we don't plan our meals. And when you no. can plan your meal and you have everything there, it's so much easier to eat healthy. And then I even put a grocery list after it that you can tear out, broken down by sections of the uh, grocery store and take with you after you build out your meal plan. So, and I have, this is actually my copy that I'm using right now. I love it. So, and it's, it's coil bound. It's got tabs on the inside and it has beautiful artwork. I had the artwork specifically curated for this journal. I'm going to show you mine. Oh, that's real quick. so cool. Yeah, let me see that. Yeah, and, she and, was, and people can buy this off your website. Mm -hmm. Just go to destinationawaken.world. There's mindset. Oh, that is so cool. Isn't that beautiful? That's awesome. So the my artist is a symbol and a color expert. And so oh, she cool. carefully curated each graphic for the section to help evoke emotion about that section. So, so, so now you've got that going on. How's that going for you? It is going really well. A manifester, man. I love to <laughs> manifest stuff. I just believe it's going to happen. You know what? And there's quite an investment into this journal because it's not yeah. a traditional book. But the other day, I had one of my podcast guests owns an education company. And after we did the podcast, he was like, what would you charge me if I bought X number of journals? So I gave him a prize and he ended up buying 20 journals uh -huh. and he is promoting it. And the sales that I have gotten off of that have wow. been incredible. Are because you his people love it. Are you printing them in the U.S. or overseas? Or I'm I've printing just, in the U.S. Okay, because I've just gone down the whole rabbit hole with publishing and things like that. So uh, it's, it's kind of pricey. It's pricey for sure. 
It is pricey, but it was important to me to have it done in the USA because I believe there is energy that is imbound, I guess is the right word, into yeah. those books. And I want the energy to be correct for the people that receive them. Yeah. Yeah. So I personally know the printer. Okay. Awesome. So uh, so they can go to your website and order them. How much do they cost for the individual to buy them? Um, they're fifty nine ninety nine. Okay. And, and are they quarter? I say okay for a quarter. So they're quarterly. So you can mm-hmm. buy them in quarters in essence. Yep. And it's a meaty book. It is four pages. Yeah. So it's very. But I love. You can see, like, I got creative. My pen stays in there. So I, I <laughs> pick it up anytime and watch it or write in it. One other thing that I did that I thought was really cool, those little magnetic bookmarks. So I use that to mark my day, what day mm-hmm. I'm on. So I can just flip right to it. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So what's next? What's next for you? What are you manifesting next? I am manifesting coursework to help people continue their journey to awaken their self-awareness. My first course is going to be called Disengage Your Autopilot. So I'm, because we are destination awaken, I just had this epiphany. I, I come up with most of my stuff in my dreams, just so you know. But I had this epiphany that I was like, this all needs to be aviation themed. And so Disengage Your Autopilot. And I've like, it helps that my boyfriend's a pilot. So I get all the jargon and I'm like, even little things like crosswinds you can mm-hmm. use. There, there's so much there. Pre-flight checklist. So all my courses are going to be aviation themed because we are Fine. traveling to a destination. Fine. So these are going to be digital. Where are you going to have them? What platform? How will people find them? Oh, I'm not into the details. I just <laughs> I, show up and talk. No, I have actually got people working on that right that's now. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, great. I think that's important for people to hear because people will get overwhelmed with like, I couldn't do all these things. Well, you can do them if you delegate it out and you yes. pay people to do things. Things can, yes. you can have anything if you get, like you said earlier, get out of the scarcity mindset and and pay people to help you. You can create anything. And I'm so glad you said that because one of another favorite saying that uh, some thought leader, I'm not even sure if it was him that first said it, but he says, outsource your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So like I'm horrible on Instagram. So I let somebody else do that for Destination Awaken. Yeah. I, I do my own personal, but somebody else does. Yeah. With my direction. But I just, I don't know how to do it. I don't want to learn. So outsourcing your weaknesses is very important. And something else I want to bring up around that. Somebody was giving me a hard time the other day because I pay somebody to come clean my house. First me of all. Me too. I don't like cleaning my house. Second of all, I feel like it's a waste of my time. I need to be doing creative stuff, right? Exactly. And if you figure out what I pay for someone else to clean my house compared to what I could be earning during that same time period, exactly. it makes perfect sense to pay somebody else to do it. Exactly. I'm a big fan of paying other people to do things for me that, and, and I see it the older I get too. I'm like, it's no longer about the things I don't want to do. It's like a combination of like, it's the things I don't want to do, the things I'm not good at, the things that I dread. All of those things. Like, why am I doing them? Because I'm not in my zone of genius when I'm doing them. Exactly. That is it right there. Find your zone of genius and then let other people do the other things. And yeah, I just had this conversation on an earlier podcast too, because for leaders, a lot of times they're afraid to delegate because they're afraid they're giving away their power when they delegate certain tasks, right? We got to get over that. Bring your people in, help them co-create with you and build 
build it together. Don't just have your thing that they support. Yeah. And I think if we kind of bring this back to you to recruiting and I think about people out there who are looking for jobs, you got to think about who you want to work with or work for and asking the right questions. Right. I think so often candidates are concerned with what questions are they going to be asked? I was just coaching a client on this. She is trying to the whole reason why she's working with me is to help her advance in her career. And it had nothing to do with sales. And I'm like, okay, so you want no sales coaching? She's like, no, I want to advance my career. And I'm like, okay, I'll help you with that. And we're getting her like to the final finish line of like a position opened. And I've been preparing her for the position that wasn't around. And now it is. And and she was meeting with, I think she was supposed to meet today with HR and the, the next step. And I'm like, I want you to go into this like a salesperson and I want you to ask them questions. I want you to ask what this position looks like and what would be expected and what type of, I said, I'm like, I want you to ask HR what kind of leader this leader is. And she's like, oh, I didn't never thought of any of these things. I'm like, you might find out you don't want the job when you find out who you're going to exactly. be working with and you need to suss that out. Exactly. And I think so many people, they do, they go in with the mindset that the person hiring has all the control and that's simply not true. You don't have to take that job and it's on you to try to figure out if your core values align with yeah. those of the company and if they live those core values. If team building is important to you, you need to ask the question, what's the last team event you guys did? Yeah, yeah. And I bet with everything that you've done, it all kind of comes together. You did the coaching and I'm sure that makes you a really good coach for both the candidates and for the companies because you can coach both of them to that alignment. Because so often we end up in partnerships, relationships, jobs, any of those, any place where we're interacting with humans, right? There's a relationship. And if we're not aligned it's not going to work. And we can have all these big dreams of Mm -hmm. it working, but you've got to ask some of the hard questions to make sure that you're aligned. So important. And it doesn't mean the people, just because y'all aren't aligned, it doesn't mean that anybody's bad. Right, right, right. It's just not the right place. It's just not the right, it's just not the right fit. Yeah. Right. And it's like, like dating too. Like you could be a really well, it's a great person. Mm, we're just not the right fit. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, this has been awesome catching up with you at the expense of my listeners. Now, <laughs> I wanted to hear all the different things that you're doing and how you bring it all together and the path, because I think it's inspirational and motivational for anyone who has been considering like personal branding or how do I grow outside of my job and do other things that are not just my job and how do I have a supportive employer and how do I lean into things that I didn't know all of a sudden I was going to be put into this role as a CEO and what's next on my horizon and I think that's really inspiring and I think there are a lot of things that listeners can take from this episode today so thank you for giving so much and coming and sharing all of this with us today. Well, it has been my dream to be a woman your mother warns you about. I I don't know if you remember this, but I was the unofficial president of the women mother warned you about. Thank you. I have the shirt. 
Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That's right. Well, you still are just like you were kind of tracking along the same way. I think we're in episode 260 something. Yeah, I was thinking about this, like we're in, this is, we're ending the fifth year. I kept saying we're in the fifth year. No, the fifth year is ending. We are going into the sixth year of this show, which is just crazy. So people want to reach out to you, work with you, find out about the book, find out about Dallas. What am I? <laughs> why am I zoning out here? North Dallas. Success North Dallas. There we go. Success North Dallas. Any of those things. What is the best way to reach out to you? Probably the best way to reach out to me. Number one, I'm always on LinkedIn and I'm pretty easy to find because I'm so active. So hit me up on LinkedIn. Let's get connected there. The other way to get connected with me is if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out at hello at caseyhaston.com. Okay, great. Awesome. Hello at caseyhaston.com. All right. Well, thank you for being here today. I know we'll keep on talking. So thank you to Casey and thank you to our listeners to listening to this episode of The Women Your Mother Warns You About brought to you by Sales Gravy and salesgravy.university. Go check out those courses at salesgravy.university. And hey, if you have not checked out a course, here's a little secret, little secret gift for you. Go check out salesgravy.university. And if you've never taken a course, you could put in the phrase free course and get a free course and you can check it out. Best deal in town for courses that you can take there on a monthly basis. So much value to that. Check that out. And you can watch this show now on YouTube. So check out our YouTube channel, which you can find through the Women Your Mother Warned You About website. So womenyourmother.com. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.